Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, sir. Happy National Superhero Day to you. It, really? Yeah, yeah. I, it, yeah, it just happened. It's one of those Twitter trends that got <laughs> created. The Twitter holiday, but uh, yeah, April twenty eighth is National Superhero Superheroes Day. Seems made up. <laughs> <laughs> the social media holiday, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. day every day, apparently. Yeah, true, true. But I, I, I figured I would start with that instead of asking you, have you been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial at all? I haven't been following and I've seen like clips come up, um, but yeah. I haven't been following it. I mean, it's sad. My dad, I think, has watched more of it than I have. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, 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 it's been one of those things that is, I've seen it like trend and I have like seen, I haven't like followed it closely. So to, to even begin to have like an educated opinion on it, but I, I just know that it seems that public opinion, at least at least from the socials, seems to be uh, tilted more towards uh, Johnny Depp these days. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that. And um, I'm just going to wait for the made-for-TV movie to come out yeah. in about five years about mm-hmm. the whole thing to, so that I understand what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those things you're just like, I know it's going on, yeah. but it's Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, so... yeah. I just yeah. you you're like every now and then you'll get a little curious and maybe get a drop of information and then you're like yeah that was enough all right moving on yeah, exactly that that's that's pretty much where I'm at with this thing at, at this point I think that's I think that's where I am so but uh, but enough about that <laughs> yeah speaking about National Superhero Day CinemaCon has been occurring and we got a lot of news about various comic book related projects including the biggest no duh yeah i knew that before we even saw the first movie the batman 2 has been announced um and and then let the speculation begin about the joker (laughs) (laughs) the joker mr freeze yeah the (laughs) non-end credit scene that had Arguably, some of the bigger discussions in the movie itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell, I've been watching. It's funny. No real details were given about the Batman 2, other than that it was greenlit and Pattinson and, and Matt Reeves were coming back. But then I've seen like hour long like YouTube videos like created over over a you know basically a 10 second announcement. <laughs> it, I mean let's be honest they probably had already prepared those videos to just go out as soon as it was confirmed because yeah yeah and and speculate all you want but you're not the writer and so this it's a very dangerous game to speculate because then you get your hopes up and then expectations are not met and i don't want to know a thing about it i don't want a single frame of it i I probably will whatever yeah uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that happened. To, that happened to me earlier this evening with uh, Doctor Strange. But let, uh, I know there was a lot of other DC content, so let's uh, stick to that. And then we can jump over to the Marvel universe. Um, I have not watched that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't. I, won't, I, won't I haven't say... watched any of this. Like the amount yeah. of footage, and I'm like, no, I didn't watch any of it. Um, yeah. 
I did hear about the flash footage that was released. Yeah, yeah, and- yeah. Well, yeah, all the CinemaCon stuff. Here's the thing: none of it was, you know, it's this is just this is the trade show. This is a trade association for all the movie theaters. So everything that we have here is just press reports of what was you know shown in the room uh, with most right. of this content. So yeah, so yeah. So you were going to- I'm just I'm just surprised at this point that they're not renaming the Flash movie to be the Batman Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Batman. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I the mean, Batman present day. He, yeah, <laughs> all I heard was Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Ezra yeah. who, Ezra who? <laughs> no yeah, yeah. Michael about. Keaton, Michael Shannon is uh, I guess Zod is back, and as well that that was also part of the test uh teaser footage that was that was shown during the uh during CinemaCon and I guess the the famous lines you want to get nuts let's get nuts <laughs> man yeah uh um what else there was a Shazam and Aquaman trailer yep really yep. not together separately not together Sep- they are right, separate right. subjects yeah, Aquaman get- two is not Amber Heard isn't gonna be in that right oh she's in it She's in it. <laughs> She's in it. For the S, yeah, there's a whole petition that's going around right now trying to, I think it's gotten like 9 million signatures or some some crazy number uh, of people wanting in her, that her scenes to be uh, reshot and recast. Yeah. 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 It wouldn't be a DC project without a scandal. Yeah, that's, yeah. At this juncture, yeah, I guess DC's just taking the approach. If the film's in the can, we're just going to go ahead and just roll with it. But if you, if it's been announced, so if you're going to do any bad behavior, do it after your film is done. Because if you do it beforehand, then you probably will get removed, like Johnny Depp did with part of um, Fantastic Beast. Right. Yeah. And then on the other hand, on the opposite coin, if it's a DC project featuring The Rock, it's just never going to get released. It- <laughs> Oh, so far, I guess it's coming out October 21st. That's the current date. And The Rock did show this up. This year? Of uh, this year, yes. Okay, did, I guess Warren yeah. told me it was a different year. But. It was. No, it was this year. It was originally, it was going to be in July. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually, it got, so the DC Super Pets that, that The Rock is also in mm-hmm. got uh, slated for that July uh, 29 date. And then Black Adam got moved back to uh, October 21st. Oh, Black Adam. I know yeah. you're going to happen. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know at this point. I'm in a bit of a comic book um, overload, like content. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot. And we'll get into that a little bit later with some of the dis- shows that we're going to be discussing. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, amidst all of the superhero stuff, we have the long-awaited Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde directing movie, Don't Worry Darling, which I hunted for that trailer. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, never, again. I yeah, wanted no, to see that. Yeah. But no trailer I yet. find it yeah. funny that what came out of that whole thing was mm-hmm. um, information about Jason Sudeikis giving yes. <laughs> Olivia papers. Did you steal my notes? Because that was the thing. That was the, yeah, I, I, that was, I got more about that than, than I did. I mean, within the, 
the only thing I guess they did release publicly was the, the still shot from the trailer. But uh, but yeah, the whole and her for not making like a scene and just being yeah. like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Moving on to my movie which features my my boo in like one of the Harry Styles is just yeah. something else. So yeah, one of the hottest hottest actresses today as far as uh Florence Pugh. But yeah, so been in that many though. It's so weird. Is that like he's known for being Harry Styles, the singer, former One Direction person, and then he's done what one movie? Yeah, no, I'm so yeah, he hasn't, but yeah, exactly. It's like he, he had the, the cameo bit at the end of like the Eternals. Yeah, yeah. And so. then, and then, yeah, and if yeah, and but you're right. I mean, it seems like he he's the flavor of the month right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, did you, uh, speaking about flavors of the month, Avatar two, another movie that has been announced for like half of my lifespan. Yep. Has received a title. That's yep. progress. The way of water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the way of water, and yeah. And so, speaking of trailers, uh, the trailer that was shown at Cinema, well, they did show some footage at CinemaCon, and they're going to, they will be dropping a trailer that will accompany uh, Doctor Strange next week. So, uh, of and it'll the be, way of water. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that'll be the first trailer. It'll. The official trailer will drop. We'll, we'll go. We'll go along with Doctor Strange since they're both Disney properties, and then uh, it will then re- be released one week after um, after that. So I guess I guess the following Thursday, Friday. But of course, you know it'll, it'll get pirated, so we'll see it before then. <laughs> but uh, well, you've already the official... seen Doctor Strange, right? Because you watched um, the latest trailer. I didn't watch it. No, I did not. I the only thing I saw was some news trending on Twitter. And I I have I have gone on trailer blackout with Doctor Strange since the last the, the last long one they had. So I, I have I have stayed away from that as best I can. I have too to the point where last week when you mentioned Doctor Strange like is coming soon, I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and and you're gonna have to remind me when does it premiere? <laughs> next week. Next week. Like, I got my yeah, yeah, I got, I got yeah, I got my yeah, okay. I bought my tickets. I'm going Saturday, Saturday night. Well, you live in a different world than I do with the <laughs> free buy. Like, I have no need for that. No need, sir. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I will. I will remember to go and watch yeah. it eventually. Yeah. All I, I will. All I will say is, it, it, I'm just glad I watched uh, What If. I just feel like just from the trailers that I have seen. Oh yeah. I think, I think we're going to lean heavily into that. Yeah. What if Wandavision? I the. Doctor Strange, the momentum, the buildup is payoff for those shows that we've been mm-hmm. watching for the last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Minus Moon Knight. And we'll get to that in just a bit. And yeah. a few other things to talk about. I was going to say, the only thing as far as with Disney and Marvel was the, um, at least the MCU side of Marvel. Um I guess Feige's, I guess they're having a big retreat to plan out the next 10 years of the MCU. Uh, he, he was actually at CinemaCon as well. And when they showed the footage for Doctor Strange and they, they actually showed like 15, the first 15 minutes of the film, apparently at CinemaCon. Um, and, uh, um, but yeah, he, he did, he did announce that there, there'll be, uh, 
they'll be doing that here. First time they've actually had a retreat in like three years, but they're planning out the next 10 years of the MCU. Well, you know what? To be a fly on that room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm just fascinated. Like, I hope they take cameras with them mm-hmm. so that they can release that 10 years from now. Yeah, yeah. Know? Like, just to to watch the creative experience, um, mm-hmm. w- it would just be fascinating. It, it would be. It would so. be. I mean, just, just, just thinking about those featurettes that they do now with the assembled and some of the behind the scenes storyboards and things they that goes into production now. But you're right. Uh, I would I, I hope that I'm looking forward to the the Marvels assembled ten years from now, like you said. <laughs> Marvel assembles and we do not want anything from DC though. I don't want to know what goes on. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a it's just a PR team just with the with the face palm like, okay, who who messed up this week? <laughs> Seriously, hopefully scandal does not occur with Batgirl, which may be released in theaters despite it um, being announced that it's going to go directly to HBO Max. So there might be some hope that we see the Batgirl on the big screen Mm -hmm. as well. Um, I would still opt to watch it on HBO. Yep. Thank you. Michael Keaton's in that one. Michael Keaton's in that one too. So yeah, he's Keaton, Keaton, Keaton. Oh, Keaton. Um, Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi is will be an anthology series. Yeah. So this was um this was some news that somehow like leaked to Reddit that was supposed to be announced at Star Wars Celebration in in May, which is uh, May twenty eighth. But um, yeah, the, the news got out and then Lucasfilm did confirm that uh, this is going to be an anthology series that um, that's, that's animated. And um, so but that's all the details they've given at this point. So, but since it's an anthology, you know, we may we'll probably see Luke Skywalker again. Oh, I was going to already make the comment like Gurgu is going to show up and steal the show. Because yeah. that's what he does. Well, yeah, maybe, you know, what? oh, you know what? That's what they'll do. They'll do a standalone because they don't. These will all be standalone stories. So they'll do one with Grogu and, and Mando. And like, like no, even the standalone stories, like a random character who mm-hmm. nobody cares about, like they'll just show up in episode three, and then suddenly it's Grogu and Mando's story, and you're like, why? <laughs> um, man, yeah, PTSD, guys. This is what this like watching these shows will do to you. You get PTSD because you get screwed over. His will makes you watch things. Um, I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna ask you when does Obi Wan come out? Uh, well, originally it was gonna be May twenty fifth, but they slid it back to May twenty seventh, and just two days. (laughs) Yeah, I know, crazy, right? But the only the other thing is too, and they're going to be dropping two episodes instead of just one. Yes, yes, I love that. I love that so much. I, I like the the bigger drop at the beginning, and mm. I'm so pissed off that they did not do that with We Own This City. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> nice segue. Oh, I love, oh, I know, I know. I I, I, I watched it before you, and I, like, soon as soon as I, like, finished the episode, I was like, have you seen this yet? Because I, I just could not wait to talk to you about that show. It, it is so, I just... You know, I didn't immediately watch it, 
I randomly watched it in the morning. It's not a morning show. No, it was not. <laughs> but I I watched it when I wanted to watch it. I sat down, fully focused on it. Did I understand absolutely everything that was going on? No, because they played with time so much mm-hmm. with it. And there's so many characters. And of course, the, 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 the draw for a lot of viewers, I believe, will be John Bernthal. I was surprised by how little screen time he actually had in the first episode. Yeah. Especially but. considering how it begins. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But that, the scene at the end, give this man an Emmy, that look to the camera, like, that is why you cast him. That is why you cast him. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree. You know, I I love the way that they, but this is truly a series where you do have to focus because they are like, like you said, they're messing with, they are jumping around in time periods as far as telling what was happening with the, Baltimore Police Department, and it's like post Freddie Gray, which was a um, pretty well-known case of police brutality, where uh, first of all, he was handcuffed in the back of the police van, and uh, between the time he was arrested and the time he, you know, uh, you know was discovered and stuff, things happened to him to the point, yeah, and, and so. So you got that. You have it's, it's chronicling the, the guns task force that John Barenthal's character is like leading. And that speech you're right that he gives at the beginning of the of the of the show. And it was just like, damn. And but then but then it does time jumps where we see him when he was a beat cop and you know walking the streets of Baltimore. And then you have these other characters like in another town in another city where they're like looking at the, the investigating various drug dealers and 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 then how and then you got this other group that apparently are like F, working with the FBI. I mean it's just like so many different things going on but they have this common thread uh in, in, in that um you know obviously the Baltimore Police Department and what was going on with 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 this particular uh task force. So I, I mean I can't wait for for episode two Monday. Yeah. I I was really surprised <clears throat> by how much time we spent with the the other detective who mm. was not in the Baltimore PD, and um, I, I liked that kind of bait and and shift. Um, and then I loved to see that actress from Lovecraft's Country. Mm. Um, she's she's but, is she playing the U.S. Attorney? Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Um. She if she was great in Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. um, and so to see her in this role, very different role. Um, but I I I, I like I like her presence. Um, mm-hmm. It fits. It works. And and it just it amazes me how this could be so procedural, so boring, such a documentary kind of feel to it. But it's interesting because of they they give little exposition mm-hmm. and yet they jump time periods jump locations and so at the end of it when when you realize what's happening you're just like oh okay so yeah. we're we're telling this story backwards forwards 
and a bit sideways. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. I and it all. Yeah. And it all works. It all works. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. You you just and I and I you know I saw the trailer a shit ton of times. Mm -hmm. Um, but the episode itself grabbed me. I was not thinking about the trailer. So mm -hmm. I wasn't playing that, oh, when is this going to happen? When's this going to happen? So it felt like 75% of that episode I did not see in the trailer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So I appreciate that as well. Exactly. Yep. Same. Same. Oh, man. Okay. Like, I, I would love to do a deep dive on We Own the City. Sure. <laughs> I watched it a few days ago and don't really remember a whole lot, but... <laughs> No, no, no. I, I was going to. I, 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 we pr produce it real time while we were, <laughs> we were recording, but I was going to suggest that we we definitely add that to our uh, to our weekly lineups because I, I think it's a uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a show worth uh, spending some time on. Oh yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about it since it's going to drag itself out over the course of six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, I want to binge <laughs> it so bad. Yeah. Um, but it's also we haven't had a show like this in a while mm -hmm. and it's so it's a good change of pace because with yeah. everything else like we had all of our cw shows come back this week i did watch yeah. them all i did too. flash same here i um, fell asleep on the flash but so i got to finish up the last 15 minutes of it but yeah no you don't <laughs> you really don't you really don't um but but to have we own the city like just reminds you oh, okay this is what i've been missing <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. seen a show like this to really help ground my overall um viewing or content of the week that i content consumption yeah. um, because i don't even know where to start like where do you want to start which show do you want to start with let's start with stupid let's start with superman and lois they've been gone from they from us for three weeks. So I, I, I did. I did enjoy that the episode this week. I have to say, structurally, it was it, it was fascinating how they did it. I didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah. Like the the structure was done really well. Um, I am mad because the freaking CW breaks. Yeah, I would have well, loved to have seen the episode right that occurred right before this one and this one like back to back. Yeah, unfortunately, th this we can't really fault the CW with this one. This was this was this was a COVID casualty uh, is the reason why they ended up having to do the, the three weeks. I'll always fault the CW. Thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> I will always fault them, and and it was I like it's just the that's really the only thing that hindered the episode for me is I think I would have mm. had more momentum going into it had those two episodes aired back to back yeah yeah i would agree i would agree but for but to come back it was a strong episode to come back on because we, we do I, I love the transition how they went from where we did leave off and we and we, we we follow clark to his, his voyage to the bizarro world mm -hmm. and 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 just the everything from the the trans you know going through the the loop and then you know seeing the remnants of the of ali allison's um followers who, who did not make it through and then we cut to the you know the intro when they do the reverse um 
logo, which I want to say, didn't they do that like one of the with Krypton or something? With I don't know, or some I've seen that done in other place in another show. I can't remember what which one what show, but I love the way that they're like, okay, we really are going to go to another world, and they you know flip the logo and and you know we 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 see Clark, you know he, he comes across um, Anderson and. Um, and, I have and, a question. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. Okay, I did not understand though what was going on with Bizarro Clark to make him by the end of it look like a zombie. He was taking Krypton. Okay, so he yes. was taking Kryptonite, but he yeah. had as like um, a power booster, and it was mm-hmm. kind of destroying him. That's exactly it. Yeah, because remember that. Yeah, because even Lois called him out on it. And he's like, I got to be better. Hmm. So, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I, I it, guess that's kind of like a parallel to what's currently going on in normal Smallville with Jonathan taking extra yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, and that's what I really enjoyed about this episode. It was like, you know, all the things, you know, they're taking various elements from the other other aspects in our in the in on our universe or the. And, and and in the Bizarro universe, you know, grafted him on to like to Clark, for example. And the other and the other thing that I got when I was watching episode was a lot of the boys vibe, not minus the minus the violence and the profanity, but uh, but just the themes as far as like the Superman of the Bizarro world and Jonathan, you know, the whole celebrity thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really got that was really where I got the more the, the boys vibe and then and then the Homelander aspects of it whenever as he was like losing his you know as he was taking the kryptonite and losing you know, losing his grip on things especially uh, given how um, it, how he was you know, deal, trying to deal with with Jonathan and, and and as Jonathan was getting his powers and stuff uh, but, you, know, you know those were the kind of vibes that, what, that I kind of picked up from an episode which I thought were were really good. He was like yeah. Home- Homelander light. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can totally understand why you would go there. I think I was just distracted by um it, it felt I, I honestly wish this had been two episodes two episodes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because they they really did rush this whole Jonathan thing. Yeah. To the point where I couldn't really buy the motivations. Like, I, I should care about the Bizarro Kent family. But for some reason, it all felt really rushed, really forced. And and so I didn't I didn't really understand. I, I understood, honestly, more about Lucy and why she went to Allie than, like, this not this 15 year old kid who suddenly yeah. has a model girlfriend and then takes him to a nightclub where I'm like, everybody knows who you are. So they know you it's what? Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I guess they were trying to hype up the, I guess the motivations and attentions was, I guess with Bizarro Clark, Ignore, you know, getting so wrapped up in the celebrity and and but and, we didn't see that at all. Like we immediately right, yeah. we just saw the the limousine pull up and them get out and him be a celebrity. But we didn't see like a progression of how that fame changed him or 
took him away from his boys. And yeah. I was also kind of annoyed, surprisingly, by just the what they did with Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think they tried to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true about Jordan, but I think I tried to establish it a little bit with where he was so wrapped up a celebrity and, and then it was Jonathan who, who actually, when he had his moment of coming out as a super, having superpowers in the pub, to the public with the, uh, with the, uh, yeah, I know worker. that they tried to do it. I just, yeah. but yeah, I, but I agree with you. It was too fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, we, we've made comments in the past about how this is a very maternal show, mm-hmm. um, and in other shows, it's all it's very paternal. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode, freaking brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> the brothers. The brothers yeah. are all over the place, whether they're Bizarro brothers, whether they're Bizarro Kal-El brothers, like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny to see um, what's um, Clark's brother's name. I always forget it. Oh, Talro. Yeah, it was like the the relationship. I, I that was one of the highlights of the episode for me. Seeing seeing how the you know Talro and Clark, you know, I guess what could have been because you know in in the Earth. Clark, normal Clark universe, you know, they they were estranged and and when especially, you know, the whole rival with Edge and all that. But then when we get in the Bizarro world, I mean, they were they were like he, talking about Lana and the, the wedding and you know all that. You know, they were just doing sibling things, you know. And it, so I, I like the way they set that particular part up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But I thought, it, yeah, but I thought it was, I mean, like I said, I thought it was, it were not, you know, of the, I guess, middle brow fair as far as, as far as the tiers of, of superhero shows. I mean, it, it definitely, you know, again, it reminded me of like, how, how the show is kind of out of place on the, on the CW, even though I, I did like Naomi this week and I, I know we can, I think I won't get too deep into that, but um but yeah, I, like I said, I thought it was a strong return, and um, and the the resolution that they had with with Anderson and and normal Clark, I thought um, was was good. But one of the things you also noted that you mentioned with Lucy and 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 and, and Jonathan, how Lucy's um, motivation seemed a lot more believable. Than, than than Jonathan's, and I think you're right. If, if they had given us maybe one more episode of just showing that um, how Clark was away, and and you know, all, you know, basically like what we've what we saw a lot in, in season one when um, Clark was talking to to Jonathan and Jordan about why they had to keep the keep the secret as far as the powers and and that and that that you know, challenge of being a superhero. And I guess maybe that was what they, I guess they maybe allowed us, you know, we, we had that assumption, but, but then they just showed how, how things went to, to Bizarro Clark's head, like, like Homelander. And he was looking at the celebrity aspects of, of being a superhero, which, you know, I wish they, they I agreed. I wish they explored that a little bit more. 
Yeah, I, I do like the one thing that they did right with Jonathan is they really did a good job of is he good or is he bad? Is he mm-hmm. good or is he bad um, throughout the episode? Yeah. So they they did a good job with that. And and it'll be um, it was a good setup for next week's episode. For sure. For sure. All right. So, um, yeah, we got Picard and the board yeah. battle. Hide and seek. Yeah. Yep. Now, see. Uh, were we supposed to take a shot every time the character said hide and seek throughout the episode? <laughs> like, yeah. every time? Every time, yeah. That's definitely like an in-universe thing that uh, a call back to uh, Picard whenever he was... Um, I mean, well, maybe it was Insurrection that they, they he used that hide and see. He, he mentioned he played that game with his mother in one of the movies, uh, back back whenever they were doing the feature films for the the Next Generation crew. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was not quite it wasn't quite level up, but it was definitely there. <laughs> yeah, very strong at the beginning. That's yeah. all I could hear every other line. I'm like, okay, we get it. We understand what this episode is called. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I think I would have liked this more because we still we still get the same pairings that we have had all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and they they haven't done anything for me all season, and I'm just like okay, so so that's kind of where I'm like okay, now we're just wash, rinse, repeat right now, and it's like okay, I, you have a big crew, why aren't yeah. you really using the crew to create more complex storytelling with among instead everyone's been paired up so freaking much. It's yeah, point. you know. I was, I was watch I watched the episode right before we recorded with my wife. One of the things that when I had when we were talking about it, I, I shared with her and I'll share with with you and everyone who's listening. I felt they really could have trimmed at least probably two episodes from the season, maybe more. I know because there was a to your point, there was a lot of like wash, rinse, repeat. Yep. And and so the things that did that they did focus on this episode with going back and forth to when we when we had the episode where we went to Picard's uh, mind with his father, um, they we got the payoff this week for understanding why he you know why well why what was so relevant about all those memories and stuff so we, we finally did get some payoff we finally did get some resolution i don't pay off payoff is maybe not the right word given that we learned that picard's mother spoiler alert committed suicide um but at least the, at least i felt now now we get it now we see why y'all why this why these things are so important to set up but at the same time like to your point some of the stuff like for example, they could have tightened up things with Soong as far as Corey. I mean, they took that out way longer than it needed to be. Um, I think Rafi, you know, they sh- the whole thing, you know, Rafi and, and Seven and, you know, coming to terms, you know, they just kind of squandered them for like mid-season. And then we finally get there. Now we they're back at the forefront again. So I think if they had the whole episode where they like found Renee, in the in the um in the gala 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that episode, that episode was only like, I think 25, you know, only it was like maybe 30, 30 some odd minutes. I mean, it was almost like, you know, you've been better off if y'all just like added, went ahead and just had, had those scenes, just extend an episode out to a full hour if you, instead of just doing it for 45 minutes. Cause I mean, really that, that episode could have really been done in like 15 minutes without, if you had taken out, you know, some of the extra stuff with Agnes. So I mean, there's there's different places where they definitely could have t- tightened the season up. That I think it's made it made it like harder to like you know keep the momentum because of the, yeah. the because of the pacing issues. Yeah, there's been a lot of pacing issues, and I just I don't know. I felt I feel as though that this season started off really strong, and then mm-hmm. really quickly. Just the moment they landed on Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it was so strong the first two. But yeah, you're right. Really, yeah. guys, <laughs> we're just gonna sit here. I I was listening to a podcast, and they one of them is a Trekkie, and they mm-hmm. they were saying that how um, they they don't like they haven't really enjoyed Picard too much because a good Trek show will feature a crew. And they'll mm-hmm. be on a ship in space. <laughs> you know, uh, that's or, or, what's missing right now. <laughs> or, or a space station. <laughs> New yeah. Space Nine, which is the, by far the, probably the best. If Hour for hour, Deep Space Nine is, to me, the best Star Trek series that, that there is. Right. And you're not and the first so. person to tell me that. Yeah. So, I um, yeah, but, uh, it's just that I don't know this. What we were talking about last week in terms of Picard and how they they've spent this this season has felt more revolved around him and this traumatic experience, but it's also like, dude, you've been a main character in this universe for far too long for this to be a new thing, a big revelation. Yeah. What's happening yeah. here? Exactly, and I, and I mentioned before, and I'll mention you know now, especially with we finally do find out the truth about Picard and, and his, and his mother. And basically, you know, they rec- have to have to rethink everything I've thought about this character now. And they do it in the, in the penultimate episode of the, of the second season where we find out that his mother committed suicide. I mean, that's a, you know, that's after 150 some odd shows and movies, you drop this on us. Yeah, well, we'll wait until next week because not only did his mother commit suicide, but Q is an alter ego that he transforms himself into because of that traumatic experience. Oh, nice! Before we do that, that 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 is the traumatic. Yeah, before we move to that uh, alter ego, oh, I'm not that. trying to move to it. I'm just okay. saying, I okay. think that I did get a bit overwhelmed, or not overwhelmed, but just like. Yeah. Wash, rinse, repeat. Having watched Moon Knight and this episode, and I'm yeah. like, okay, wh- boys and their mom. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I, I did. I was like, through line for the two main Jeez. topics for the week this week was definitely mothers and sons and trauma and trauma, because oh. uh, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Um, because they, yeah, they have that. And, and the only other thing, one last thing before before we do Moon to Moon Night, I, I was saying I mentioned this before, and I think now that I know what truly did happen to Picard's mother, 
that, that I think they really, really, really missed the boat. If they're going to, if they're going to go there, they needed to like also add in here. And I mentioned this before. And so this will probably sound familiar to you, but they really needed to have his brother part of this because, yeah. because we, because when we, we were introduced to Robert uh, after Picard, after Picard was abducted by the Borg, and then he went back home to Labar to recuperate from that experience right after, right after that. And, and, and when you see their relationship in that episode, I mean, now, now when I think about that, that episode, I mean, the reason why, you know, all this, you know, prior to the second season of Picard, it, it just seemed like it was just intense jealousy, you know, Picard's a you know, famous starship captain, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, to me now it's like, I guess Robert, you know, Robert blames John Luke for for the death of their mother because of what we learned in, in this episode. So, well, here's the sad thing, and what you're really getting at is that as someone who does not know the history of Star Trek whatsoever, watching this season of Picard, I would think Picard's an only child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's and, like, and that's yeah, and yeah. that's a disservice to that character. I mean, uh, I think. And that's where I said they really missed a big, op- big opportunity there because that you know for 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 fans like me, I was I'm pull I'm I'm like oh because you, you know they're, you're rewriting things and giving us information, a deep life altering information about a character that I have known for many many years, and you don't and you miss the most obvious point of when you're reconstruct you know to when you when you built up this character and and explain it all his relationships. So yeah, you, you, you explain like why he doesn't have romantic attachments and stuff, but you know, now, you know, it, it, it sheds a whole different light on his, his history. And, and, and then, and also for someone who is not steeped in the, in the, in the lore, you know, the whole line about Ag- when Agnes Borg, you know, queen, Combo tells Seven to tell Picard, "You can only, you know, in or, you know, you got to save the mission. One Picard, one Renee must live, and one Renee must die." That line doesn't; it won't hit the same way. You, you'll probably get a, the, the different interpretation because when I heard that line, I immediately thought about his Picard's nephew, Renee, who he, who. Picard's brother Robert and his son Rene uh, died tragically in a fire in in the first uh, feature film we learned in, in the first feature film with the Next Generation cast in Star Trek Generations. So when I hear that line in this episode this week, you know that's where my mind goes. But you know if you if you don't know that history, then you're just thinking about the Rene that you just met in this series. Yeah. I was also thinking, like, what are they gonna bring Allie Alston over? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. I was also just thinking, okay, end of the episode, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, but it just doesn't hit. I mean, it it hits me, you know, and and I guess they're that's their way of saying, well, you know, that's how we acknowledge his brother for for you fans who've been screaming about it. But for me, it's just like, you know, I don't. I think they may have mentioned him maybe one at a time, but at least they could have said where 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 was Robert with all when all this stuff was going down. Yeah, well, I mean, 
Only one show can do the brother reveal at a time. True. <laughs> the brother reveal, the... I mean, the the thing that has come out of Moon Knight, that's big debate about did it work, did it not work, is yeah. should they have revealed the third personality? Yeah. And I that, thought they were. Huh? I said I thought they were going... I, when I was watching the episode, I thought they were going to, we were going to get Jake Lockley as as to help balance out the hearts. It, it, I'm very curious of how they'll explain it away yeah. because it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like looking, looking back on that episode, even while watching it, I'm just like, okay, so when are we going to get the third identity? Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Watch. I mean, I think we, we may have briefly gotten it. Right. Not That's what the, everyone's saying. Yeah. With, and I, and I, and I did notice that. And even before, before I heard other people talk about it, I did notice that there was something different. There it went while I was watching it real time. Um, so we did, you know, so you know, because we got it last week, I think, with the sarcophagus shaking. In every episode, we get beats of it, and, and so it was there. And then I think there was a callback to the taxi as well, because I know in the comics, I think the um, Jake that was his that was his at least whenever Mark would wear disguises, that was the disguise that he would wear. Um, before they went to before they evolved the story into the dissociative identity, uh, that was the persona that he the, the, he would dress up as Jake and drive taxi cabs. Hmm. Uh. Um, yeah. My other issue with this episode is uh, I'm sorry, Doom Patrol set the bar real high for this, and mm-hmm. one especially with Jane and and their revelation. The, the episode they did that made, informs the viewers of how the disorder started. Mm-hmm. Like, this was good. Yeah. I mean, Oscar Isaac, please. But, yeah. but there's, there, it, it felt a bit, dare I say it, melodramatic. Like, <laughs> 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 Like, like it's it's sad. I and then to your point, always talking about how Superman and Lois should be on HBO Max. I can only imagine how dark this could have been if they if it had been on HBO Max and not Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not and I'm not a person who I don't want to see gore or anything. I don't no. want to see like a mother actually her, her son. I'm just I'm just saying like again. Pacing wise, it felt a bit weird to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was I was thinking to myself, there's there's a line, I think he says it right before um Steven even takes over or emerges and um but he says, You're not my mom. And so I was thinking to myself, why aren't they telling us that? Like, right. please explain that line to me because if it makes more sense to me if he, she was not his biological mother to have that big twist. But then again, mm-hmm. everyone deals with grief their own way. Um, I didn't really understand the father. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the episode is good. It's just hard for me to want to give it a big round of applause when I, I've already seen like Doom Patrol do it. Doom Patrol do it, you know, while we're sitting here talking and speaking of trauma, I I thought about Mr. Robot. Oh, you thought, I I could have sworn you were going to say Peacemaker. 
that too. Peacemaker. Yeah. I mean, this, as far as recent example, yeah, Peacemaker is another one. But you know, but you know, doing another callback where we had significant, at least with Peacemaker is, I guess. Well, and, and even with Mr. Robot, it you know it was in 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 Elliot's case, it was you know his father molesting him. Yeah. Um, and and then you know and obviously Augie, um, just being a real piece of shit to Chris and the, the abuse, and we saw that. Um, so you know, uh, you know, and, and thinking about Picard and, and this, this seems to be you know trauma and grief has always been a underlying you know underlying thing with superhero genre because i mean that's usually been the motivation that has created the batman or spider-man or or whatever but now we're seeing it you know but i think the difference is now we're seeing it in live action and it's actually being the focal point of of the stories because you know i I know a lot of people when they heard moon knight you know especially for folks who are who who are used to like mcu kind of things i mean we got a little we got a little taste of like this storytelling model with wandavision but they really dug into it they really went into it all in uh with with moon knight now with this 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 story of 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 trauma and but one episode and when I was thinking about it, and I will be honest, I still prefer WandaVision's penultimate episode when she mm-hmm. does, when we do the history of all yeah. of her trauma. I yeah. honestly still remember liking that more than the oh, episode of Moon Knight. I agree. I agree. After that, that penultimate, I mean, you know, what is grief but love? What, what is love yeah. but uh, grief yeah. that uh, um, endures or whatever? Right. Yeah. And and I mean that. I mean you're right. I and, you know because I, I you know, real whenever I finished watching episode Wednesday night, I sent you a message and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, and I'm still very ambivalent about this episode. I mean, yes, it was well done. Again, can't fault anything about the acting. I mean, Oscar Isaac. You know, Disney submit the card for your consideration for an Emmy right now for him. I yeah. Mean, I mean this this was. The acting, everything, the cinematography, this episode, everything about structurally, it was a well put together episode. Even Tourette, the hippos CGI was like, I couldn't quibble a bit with it. (laughs) So I like, yeah, like Oscar deserves a nomination for this episode alone. Um, The director, I was Mm -hmm. really the editor, the editor through everything. I, I liked the you felt like you were in a in a never-ending staircase um and 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 i and i and i really like that but to go back to what you were you were getting that it's you don't want to criticize the episode because you know it good but there's still something where i should have i should have been um almost in tears and i never once was yeah. And th- there's something about the way they've developed these characters to where I I don't know. It's just it's just not impacting me the way I know it should be. Mm-hmm. And and I I honestly wish like if we had like three episodes with this kind of setup. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it because I guess the way the way the series has unfolded you know, we 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 get the initial sets up with with Stephen, 
and and then you know we get these the, the breadcrumbs of the third personality and then and and of course mark and, and moon knight at the beginning you know at the beginning um and then we get mr we get, what's that it's just the adventure stories that get told in between all of this yeah. character work that I could care less about. Yeah. And yeah. And when when like the the references that have been made to the previous episode, like later Gators, the 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 phone call and everything, all of that is so beautiful, but it's buried in what four episodes of mummy returns mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i think it's I, 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 you nailed it it's it's very uneven mm -hmm. because it's weird to talk about a show where you and and they honestly haven't had too much moon night no. but mark the adventurer we've had a lot of that and a mm -hmm. lot of a very very Disney-esque type of melodramatic comic book action adventure storytelling play out amidst this really fascinating story that if if we just had more of that, then maybe maybe things would be hitting a lot differently. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And you know, and um and we did, yeah. And I think I think we would, and then you know, and I think just thinking big, with thinking ahead to next week. I mean, we did, we did get a little bit of origin story, and I did like. I, I will say one of the other things that did reson resonate with me uh, outside the asylum, as far as the the show this week was, when Mark was in Conshu's temple, and how the Khonshu manipulated the manipulation, how all that unfolded, especially when Mark was about to commit, was about to kill himself. And so that just sort of seeing how he manipulated this, the dynamic and the situation, knowing that he saw the, the, in that construct, he, he was able to pick up the the broken personalities within within Mark, and then how he used that to his advantage to like you know, be his be his champion on, on to 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 fight for the people of the night and that kind of stuff. The as far as like the the the, the Egyptianology and the mummy kind of you know mythology stuff that was going on that. That that actually worked this week, just and I think it just worked in a larger context of the episode. So, you know, so I, I guess from a timing standpoint, yeah, it was probably good that they did it. They show the or I guess the origin story this way when they were, you know, as we talked about last week when they when they were going to use Starrett to like, yeah, you know, to, to show that to show that 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 story as far as a way to you know get him get him back and then. And there's still, and, and I guess the other thing that I guess what has kept me around with this series, uh, one, you know, beyond this that we talk about every week, but but also just just as far as the curiosity that uh, that was that did have me when I was pondering this episode and things that I liked about it, uh, 
um, is how much of this is all in his head? All of it. Uh, you know, how much is real? How much of it is is not? And, and you know, and, and just trying to get the answer to that, to that part of the puzzle uh, is, is intriguing. So that's, that, I will say that that is the one thing that they have done pretty well, especially, you know, that I, I guess that, that you went to, with the twist last week with the asylum and then this week's episode, it was like, okay, I, I got it. Hopefully, you know, they will somehow reverse the uh, not always sticking the landing <laughs> MCU trend. Oh, I, I did not <laughs> go into next week thinking that well. No, yeah. your, your expectations will be uh, not yeah. met. Um, I yeah. am very cautious about next week's episode because they got a lot to do. Yeah. Word amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's another thing. And I talked expressed this last week as well, is that I just yeah. I don't know how to get attached to the show because I don't really understand it in the sense of where it is in this universe. Because it's been mentioned that no, this isn't connected to anything. And I'm like, okay, well then A, why yeah. do we care? Um, <laughs> yeah. I have to I have heard some people talk about like the the whole like I guess this connected to the larger thing with the ancestral plane with black panther and how it it uh i just i don't see them doing a marvel property that isn't connected like that doesn't make any sense to me yeah yeah it it just doesn't um one more thing about khonshu is Mm. during that scene all i could think about was aladdin (laughs) (laughs) I just just thought about Aladdin and I don't know it was just like whoa okay I could have sworn I heard the same music in the background I'm like wow (laughs) Disney yeah Um, yeah fair point fair point but you got Oscar Isaac to do it you got Oscar Isaac to do it so yeah yeah but you're right I mean that's that is that I think that's the other thing too and maybe that's just a success and also one of the biggest drawbacks of the MCU now is that we've got they they've done such a great job of conditioning us to like how does this fit into the overall? Yeah, it. I mean, that's what has kept us going for so long in this universe in this world is yeah. And and that's where one of the big fallbacks of the DC is that there's always starts and goes and stops and arrests and scandals where you're like, well, how is this all functioning together? Directors mm-hmm. are throwing out like that consistency and that stability and that connectivity. Yeah. Um, and, and, and and you know, and, and thinking about other franchises, I mean, again, like like Star Wars and even James Bond. I mean, I think that continuity and and of storytelling in star trek too i mean that that is if 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 you're gonna have something out there um yeah you know try to tie it back and 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 so far i mean they've been very it is very tenuous as far as the connections to the larger mcu as of now now they have i did read where right before we started recording that i think the 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 finale is only going to be about 43, like I think 43 to 45 minutes. A lot to do in a very yeah. short period of time. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision's by comparison was 51 minutes. Now, granted, yeah. the, I knew the finale didn't quite 
stick the line. Twenty minutes could have been shaved from that finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but a lot oh, to do. Yeah. But a lot to do in, in in a short amount of time. Yeah, but we'll be yeah. here. We'll watch it. We will we'll be here about it for better yep. or for worse. <laughs> On that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K on Twitter while it still exists. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter while it still exists at S J Belmont S J B E L M O N T. Please follow our crew on Twitter while it still exists at Scene and Nerd. And for us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Scene underscore N underscore nerd and our website www.seatnerdpodcast.com but most importantly rate follow and comment on apple Podcasts, spotify's youtube google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts good night geek out you're welcome <laughs> <laughs>